Christopher Morrell playing third base would be huge for the Cubs. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day alongside Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you on all things Cubs. Thank you for being part of the show and making Locked On Cubs your first listen today. And the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day, like the video, and comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section. Does Christopher Morrell start at third base on opening day for the Cubs? Today's Monday episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Right now, new customers join today. You'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Please be with you whenever and wherever you may be listening here on a Monday, first Monday episode in a while, we bring you news as spring training is underway in Mesa, Arizona, out at Sloan Park. And Cubs manager Craig Council announced Saturday that Christopher Morrell is going to start spring training at third base. We'll get into some of his metrics along with some other things and how Morrell has played third base so far in his career. But Council said, quote, I think my idea at the start of camp is to kind of focus mainly at third base. Let's see where we're at. Let's evaluate that as we go. But let's give him a chance at third and give him some consistency there. Then let's see where we're at kind of roster-wise at some point in camp and then go forward from there. Sam, it's good to see you here as the weekend comes to a close. We start another week. And Morrell at third base with such a, a big help wanted sign over there for the team, that would have many implications if he's able to stick there. People are probably wondering why I'm smiling so much uh, while you did that intro there. And the reason isn't because Monday is President's Day. The reason isn't because the weather is good. The reason is is because I just watched some live BP over at Sloan between uh, actual live, not even BP. It wasn't practice. It was it was Jordan Wicks v. Miguel Amaya. And, live ABs, yeah. yeah, live ABs, and and uh, Amaya struck out on a a, a Wicks changeup, and that just oh, got wow. me. Baseball's in the air, in the air, yeah. and uh, yeah, the Morell thing. You know, you texted me about it on Saturday as I was uh, taking myself grocery shopping, and you know, my my instant reaction was I was surprised that it got what it got in terms of coverage, but I guess not because this off season has been, you know, one big, uh, uh dentist appointment. Yeah. And because spring training is about seeing what you have. It's about practice. It's about making mistakes. Christopher Morrell's not going to DH in the spring. How is he going to improve defensively in that regard? And as you just put the biggest help wanted sign is over at, at position number five at the hot corner. 
And so why wouldn't you see what you have there? I, th- I think it almost would be a bigger surprise if he wasn't playing there. I could see him maybe mixing in it a little a little first. His best position second, that's going to be covered unless something, you know, gosh forbid, happens to Nico Horner. Um, center field should be, should be covered. So third base is really the only hole. So that's where he should be. I think the bigger question going forward is going to be, how does he look there? What type of confidence does Council have in him there? Because, you know, the, the identity of this Cubs team really hasn't changed from last year. It's pitch to contact guys yeah. and turning ground balls into outs and being very good defensively. I think they were pretty much in the top five to seven in most defensive metrics last year. I think they need to be improved there. You're already taking a little risk with Bush at first base because he doesn't have major league experience there. And we saw what happened when, when Mancini played there. We saw what happened sometimes when Wisdom played there. So you don't want to mess around with third. You know Madrigal's pretty good over there. So mm. the question's going to be, he absolutely should be getting the reps there as many as he can. How is he going to perform? Yeah, the eye test has not been good so far. So that that's going to be something to keep an eye on a lot, especially as games get going. He's been at best shaky. His throws are inconsistent. Footwork. He has an issue you catching the ball too. You got to get the ball first. And uh, of course, his footwork as well, which we've talked about. Right. Uh, 9-11 fielding percentage at the hot corner in 180 innings Oof. over his first two years. High school. And uh, just overall, even Sam, he's a below average defender uh, at all, all six spots. He's played in the big leagues, which is a lot. Um, but yes, providing regular minutes there would be would be big. Uh, not to mention it opens up the possibility of a, another free agent to step in for sure as the full time or close to full time uh, designated hitter. Two names that I have right away, J.D. Martinez and Brandon Belt. And, uh, you know, flexibility is one thing, but but really planting his flag at a spot on the field, you know, I, I think would be would be good for not only him, but the team. It would be one of the bigger developments of, of the spring. Um, if he actually shows readiness to where on March 28, council could pencil him in at third, uh, that's a big story. And yeah, uh, yeah it's not going to be flawless over there, but, but if he could be pretty good, yeah. I think you take that journey. League average would be great because yeah. – because what it does is if he's league average over there, like you said, it opens up everything now. Now you can't – because, like, if you go add J.D. Martinez tomorrow, well, where's he, what's going to happen, you know? But but if Morell's covering third and that's solved, then you trust Morell's bat. Because that's the other thing, too. I think there's this assumption that Morell's bat is unbelievable and it's big league ready. No, it, it's, it's heading towards being a really plus option. We need to right. see that. But if if you combine that with him playing at third base, that's something you could feel good about. And of course, you know the Cubs would love how how much cost saving it does for them because they don't have to invest. Um, and then you know, yeah, you could add another DH. It just gives them a ton more flexibility and makes this roster um, a lot more dangerous, a lot more dangerous and more exciting. Uh, and I think it would it would be huge. So I, I, to me, you know, I think that now more than the fifth starter thing and the bullpen thing becomes the number one stories we head into spring training. Mm. How does Christopher Morrell look defensively at third base? A 91-1 fielding percentage yes. is not good enough 
it's um, really at bad. the varsity at the var no at the varsity level. It is no, it's true. Um, so you know that 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 number, and again, fielding percentage could be deceiving because maybe you're getting to more balls and stuff like that. But it's still a decent raw figure. You know that right. needs that needs to be increased to at least well, like here, 90, 95, 96. Uh, he's he four minus four defensive runs saved. Yeah, and in only one hundred eighty innings of work. Right. You know. Right. So that's pretty poor. Yeah, he just needs um, to get the league average. If he can get the league average over there, then he will be an asset for this Cubs team, assuming right. assuming his bat continues to grow. Yes, because if we're in the Bellinger returning formation still, no doubt Bellinger in center, Morell at third, Martinez or Bell at DH is better than Bellinger in center, Morell at DH, Magical Mastro at third. Or... Or what do because, you think? yeah, well, I for sure agree. Or they just, I'm going to say it one more time because it just feels repetitive. Or they, uh, they don't want to spend money on those guys, but then uh, Belt or Martinez, but it opens up another call up. So Canario maybe gets some ABs at DH yes. or, or Owen Casey gets some ABs at DH. Fine. You, you, you slate open another spot. I know. I, I'm getting a little bit wary of my own. Uh, fandom that I'm warming up to all these young guys and all these prospects. Well, but I, I sketched think... out a lineup the other day with Canario, DH, <laughs> Casey at first. I mean, what's happening? I'd like to play a. I'd like to at some point have one of our fine listeners do a bingo card, right. and one of the spots should be the phrase "I sketched out a lineup the other day." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and here's here's one right here. Now this one is a clear NL Central favorite. I mean, clear. Yeah, this is the J.D. Martinez one that you posted? Yeah, no, this is clear. Happened left, Horner at second, Bellinger center, Martinez, D.H., Zuki right, Swanson short, Bush first, Morell third, Gomes catcher. If if Morell's playing at a league average position, uh, you know, third base, then that is a that that is the answer to – you know, can the Cubs be the clear NL Central favorite? That lineup right there has balance. It has power. It has flexibility. Ability. It has excitement. It has speed. You know. Yeah. No. It's it's uh, it is encouraging, but uh, it does seem right. Not going to happen. So it seems uh, unlikely. Yeah. Right, right. And we're going to get to the Boris part of it you know, to close the show later. Oof. Um. But because JD Martinez is a Boris client, which some I'm sure some of you don't know. I I, I that that name is is really on the bottom of my list right now. Let's get to some other news and notes from spring training so Bor- far. Boris, not Martinez. And uh, we'll get to Boris later on. He's becoming almost like a Voldemort. Yeah, uh, I don't type situation coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. It's $150. If your bet wins, bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. And NBA right now, Sam, is at the all-star break, but what team are you looking to take a step in the second half? Uh, I really, I really enjoy watching the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're probably about a year away, but they got tons of young talent, and 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 I love watching them play the game. 
Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official partner of the LockedOn Podcast Network. We're back here on Lockdown Cubs. A few other news and notes from spring training as we move forward. And it, it is good to have spring in the air, as we mentioned earlier. We got live ABs, which makes sense. The first game is this Friday. Cubs-White Sox, 205 Central. Uh, that's this Friday. That's insane. Uh, but fun. But fun. Something to look forward to for sure. Uh, I got two main things here, Sam. One is about Patrick Wisdom, mm-hmm. who Craig Council, uh, who, by the way, is the Cubs manager. I think it's important to remind folks of that and how, how great that is. By the way, he looks great in a Cubs uniform. He does. Wow. Some people think him and I you know, have, have similar body types. Patrick Wisdom is going to work mostly at first. So as we got news of Morrell, right after that was Wisdom. Uh, he's going to work mostly at first base. Council spoke highly of wisdom, especially as a contributor against left-handed pitching. Yeah, And we said it back when he was hired. Wisdom is a guy that we're curious how Council will use. First of all, I just want to circle back before the break. I, I didn't understand. I just want to say publicly the Voldemort reference. I don't know what movie oh, that's, that's Harry from. Potter. Yeah, yeah I, I just want to say this. I've never seen Harry Potter or Star Wars or Lord of the, Lord of the Rings. Getting back to, to the show, uh, I, I thought right when Council was hired, um, right. Wisdom was going to platoon at first. Now we know who he's going to platoon with. It's going to be Michael Bush. Yes. It's going to be a Michael Bush, Patrick Wisdom platoon. Again, Wisdom's got to play first base. That's not a just, it's not a throwaway position. He's no. got to learn that position. He's got to play it well. You know, ground ball in the hole. Can he turn a double play, throw it to second, recover to first? Can he dig balls? Things like that, uh, you know, from, from Swanson and, and, you know, dig throws and things like that. It's 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 not an easy thing. We learned that the hard way last year. But again, if he can, Bush Wisdom Platoon, you got to feel like that's going to be in the mid eights OPS wise, maybe low eights because because Wisdom just smashes left handed uh, pitching. And um, you know, I really I really like that. Couple more things here. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr. got a uh, publicity this weekend as he is now reunited on the north side after. Uh, being a world champion in 2016 with them. And uh, he's competing for his spot in the bullpen. And it looks like prospect Ben Brown might be as well. That was another note from the weekend. Mm. Uh, he was throwing some pens in the early days here of spring, whether that would be on March 28th or maybe later in the spring or summer. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. And uh, Shota Minaga, Sam, I've, if you've noticed this, uh, has, has been a uh, player favorite already. Yeah. And uh, especially by Albert Alzali and others. And um, so it's nice to see some of these, some of these guys in action. It's nice to talk baseball. It's nice to talk about yeah. guys that are, that are currently on our baseball team. Would you say are... Jordan Wicks? Good changeup. Yeah. Nasty yeah. changeup to Amaya. Yes. A couple of them. Uh, it, it's nice to just see the guys <laughs> we're with. And, you know, this Cubs team, you know, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I, I'm not pounding the table in excitement over this club, but but they have a lot of depth. They have a lot of paths to use your phrase to be oh, successful. You know, it just feels like it is missing a piece or two. Right. And we're we're gonna find out how that goes. But you know, 
I, I'm I'm starting to, you know. Yeah, liven up a bit. Yeah, I just see in the clips and hearing. Right. What's with the hats, the spring training hats? Yeah, they're baby blue. Right. Uh, definitely a twist there. Did not expect that. Cubs really don't have that in their color scheme outside of the City Connect, which is, uh, uh, you know, once a, once a week in the summer. The Tennessee Titans. Um, yeah, right, right. So, but but I, I like them for this next month or so. It should be okay. A lot of Jersey uh, talk this week. Yeah, there's been more Jersey talk. I know Ian Happ's not happy. He spoke Swanson. on his show about that. Swanson. Uh, Swanson made a reference to actually – the color of the uniforms, which yeah. most people aren't happy about the size of the print. Yeah, it's um, sad. So it's sad how much money money's taken over uh this game. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh speaking of money, the top four Scott Boris clients remain at home on their couches. Let's get more into that, including a Sam tweet. Next. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your car alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one car, you always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your car alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today covers the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Search Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Top four Scott Boris clients remain at home. Cody Bellinger, Matt Chapman, Jordan Montgomery, and Blake Snell, along with others, including J.D. Martinez, we mentioned earlier in the show. And I have a couple things in front of me here, including this from Saturday. Sam, explain this tweet. Read it aloud first, then get into it. Uh, Sam Olber from uh, Saturday afternoon. I don't care how good he is at his job. Scott Boris has the reigning Cy Young Award winner, a former MVP who had a career resurgence, and the best pitcher in last year's playoffs, all all caps here, all unsigned in mid-February. That wasn't the plan, trust me. Wow. And tweet. Smart guy, that, that guy, whoever that yeah. was. Oh, you want me to explain it now? Um, It's, it's definitely powerful words, but I, I do think that it's appropriate. Yeah, I just think, you know, I, I've talked about it on this show before. Maybe I've hinted it. I just don't think that that Boris's clients, and and I didn't even speak about Chapman or Martinez on there. I just don't think they're happy because if it's just simple negotiating, right? If he talks to the, the Yankees about uh, um, Bellinger, and right. then he's talking to the Cubs about Bellinger, and he's talking to Chapman, 
he's fighting against himself. Oh, well, we like Chapman better than Bellinger. Okay, great. But then I also represent both these guys. If I'm just saying, and I don't know the business like, like Scott Boris does. I'm just saying if I were a client of his, I'd at least be a little bit confused at, 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 the, at what's going on. And people have commented back at the tweet. It was a tweet that, that got a lot of engagement. And they're like, right. hey, it worked for Bryce Harper when Bryce Harper signed in March. Well, first of all, was Bryce Harper competing with four other Scott Boris clients, number one? And secondly, Bryce Harper's not at the level of these guys. It's, he's a, ahead of them. Um, this is different. It's not Juan Soto, Bryce Harper. It's the next tier. And, you know, it sounds mm-hmm. like Blake Snell and the Yankees are making progress, which was always a natural Really? Thing. Yeah, Yankees or Angels. But like you said, there's just not enough for these guys. And so no. I just I, – I really believe with the lack of action with these guys that it's really not a Jed thing or a Cubs thing and more of a Boris thing. Yes. And you just have to wait it out. I, I wonder what the deal is. Like, because clearly I think we're at the point where – five, six years, 160, I, I I honestly think the Cubs might have offered less than that because I think at this point, Bellinger would probably take that. Wow. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens. Like, really curious. I mean, you can't you can't start a season with, with the defending Cy Young Award winner, the best pitcher in the postseason, Bellinger, Chapman, unsigned. I, I, I don't know. And the last thing I'll mention just with Bellinger is that I almost think Bellinger and Boris a little bit are playing their hand because I think it's almost gotten to the point where if I were Bellinger, I'd say, hey, look, give me a a one-year deal at 25 M's Mm -hmm. and then give me a second year at 25 M's, so two years, 50, but let the second year be my choice. And I'll go, pr- and uh, so I get two two cracks again to prove that this wasn't a fluke year, and I'll and and we'll try this again with a different market. But the fact that they're so insistent on getting this done kind of proves Jed's probably concern of, yeah, you don't, I don't, do you believe you could do this again? You mm-hmm. know, so because like, wouldn't right. that be the easiest thing? You get two cracks at free agency, you, you, two years, fifty million dollar deal, second year's your choice. You right. ball out again, you decline, you do this all over again, and they yeah. don't want that. Yeah, no, that's a great, that would be a great solution at this stage. Um, you know, I, I think the Bryce Harper comp is curious from a timeline perspective. The other perspectives are are out, out the door, as you said. Um, but I did want to note for us that in 2019, when Harper signed with the Phillies, that was on February 28th. So I, I, I keep wanting to know, well, as you say, curious what the deal is, how long is it really going to last? Because we're playing games on Friday. Yep. We're playing real baseball inside of 40 days. So what actually happens? And what do these people need to get ready for March 28th, by the way? So I'd like to think that the, the Harper deal is some kind of deadline, but also it might not be. This might go into March. Yeah, I think the I think it's a bigger deal timeline wise for the pitchers to get ramped up and ready to rock and roll versus the hitters. Right. But you know, Harper's different because Harper could have waited for Bright. They're not going to start a season with Bryce Harper unsigned. Something was going to give. Um, these guys are different. It, it's 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 fascinating. It really is um, fascinatingly boring. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's an oxymoron. Uh, it's nice having baseball back at least yeah baseball's back and i just think with the cubs needs 
one of these guys, not Blake Snell, one of them's gonna gonna end up on the Cubs, and and and, and we'll go from there. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. You give us twenty to thirty minutes, and we'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube, smash the like button for the algorithm, and leave a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs. There is momentum happening here. Hey, everyone. We love doing Locked On Cubs, but as we explore ways to do this on a more full-time basis, we are excited to launch a second show under the subscription Model. Want more Matt and Sam? Well, for $5 a month, you could listen to us talk about almost anything and more importantly, support us as creators. Subscribe to Matt and Sam Unlocked at the link in this episode description.